pro traders or the market wizards are great. They speak differently. They don't get too emotional when they're talking about the market. They're fully come to terms with like they fully come to acceptance. They risk They'll take responsibility for all the actions. They don't point fingers. You know, and these are some of the, just a, a small amount of the traits. You're going to just notice that. And over time, you know, hopefully that's something um, what Reed was saying in, in earlier with these traders. What's the difference between me and that person? Welcome to the Hawaii Trading Podcast with your hosts, Reed Hicks and Glenn Nabua. Tonight's trading topic Tuesday, pretty awesome topic today. You know, we're gonna be talking about or how how people do it, how people make go through trading and become successful. You know, it's not all about buying the very low, the big very beginning of Tesla, and then you hold on to it, or Apple or Amazon, and you hold on to it, and then you and you become wealthy. It doesn't always start out like that. We don't always see the angel round of early investing on these big companies, these Facebooks and whatnot. So, but there's a lot of people who still become successful despite all of that, despite not being in the in crowd. You know, tonight's topic, we're gonna to be talking about traits, traits of successful trading. And, you know, like it all starts with putting ourselves into the best uh, position to be successful and we do that by a lot of different things a lot of different things and and a lot of it is you know ha this is gonna be used outside of trading the traits that we're gonna be sharing today um, can be put forward to business to life to whatever because these are key things the main thing right like to start off we're gonna be having to put the mirror in front of us and look at it right what what do we want to accomplish keep your eyes on the prize like what is the thing that we want to do in this traders we want to be able to make profit right by doing by having good trading right how do we do that we don't just roll the dice you know we, we develop all the best practices and implement them daily in and out and that'll eventually allow us to grow our account get to a certain point you know, so starting, you were at point A, where's your point B? Do I want to be a full-time trader? Do I want to be a hedge fund manager? Do I want to be um, just trading a small account? Do I want to, you know, manage people's money? Those are all different things. If I just want to understand trading, if I was to come in green, clean slate, without knowing anything, and my goal was to like, you know what, let me get a handle on this trading thing. What the heck is it? I know people can make money. And, you know, that's where I would start. That would be my point B. What is the trading? Let me let me know what I need to know and start from there. So what what kind of um, goals from there? Like this is from speaking from my journey. It started with a video. Then it started with, I mean, first it started with an article. I read online then it started with a video and then from there it started with a course it started with getting into community then it started with more books podcasts you know listening to that then eventually met Reed and you know that added a different a better dynamic 
to my journey because we get to see have that peer-to-peer -peer interaction because he's on his journey i'm on my journey and accountability accountability right Helps. that just meshed into that so I'm, I'm i started at point a point b was like let me understand this trading game let me figure that out i know there's a lot of money to be made and yes there are times where um, i'm just blinded by like you know what oh dude if i make this much if i'm able to make five percent every month for the rest of my life dude i could be doing this i'm gonna do that but that that clouds clouds my judgment so um focusing on the long game you know for those if you guys are watching it watching this replay take notes focus on the long game we always implement or say that stress that because we're, we're not looking at the next five trades we're looking at the next five thousand trades right how do we come out better in those five thousand trades if we go just focus on the next five trades we go bust there will be no five thousand trades we're out of the game you can't be successful if you're out of the game and so constant learning constant um putting yourselves just little by little like baby steps you know and that's that's kind of a good starting trait to have just keep moving forward you know keep showing up to that thing keep showing up to you that next chapter you're like dude i hate reading i hate reading right if you just show up to the next chapter you're gonna find that next thing that's gonna be like you know what that's what i'm doing wrong in my trading let me go fix that let me implement that and let me go do that right <clears throat> and when you're we like for me for, for me in my journey when i'm got tunnel vision i'm staring at the screens doing the work I start getting I start losing focus and so at that point right I get I get overwhelmed I start losing my my drive I start losing uh, my my direction on like okay am I still heading towards point B and that's where you got to pump the brakes right do three things you stop you notice notice where you're at and then you represents yourself simple things right and so um that's this is like going on into the journey you're still you're starting from point a you're starting to do the work now you're getting some books in you're getting some reading material in you're learning right then people get lost in that and so what i'm saying is like pause notice represence like if you're driving if i'm trying to get from to to reed's house i go take the wrong turn am i just gonna keep going i gotta pause all right, where I stay? Reed stay, but his, his house is at the coconut tree over there. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm way far of that. You know, let me turn around and let me go. So, um, you know, so that's, that's kind of a good thing to always keep at the back of your mind so that you can continue to pour into yourself. You can continue to have the right mindset because this isn't easy. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Right, and if it was easy, everyone would be rich. If it was easy, there would probably be no market because the market's too easy. But no, this is the game we're playing. We're playing against just to like re, re, 
uh, presents ourselves where we fit on this global market bright minds quantum do doctors and professors coders Goldman Sachs JP Morgan big banks Tesla Elon his people probably robots are trading in this market who knows man or AI algorithms and here comes some guys from Hawaii thinking we can go and take some money <laughs> disruptors right? disruptors but we can't because retail traders like ourselves, individual traders, we do have um, perks with just trading for ourselves. We aren't um, required to always report things. We don't have to necessarily always be in positions compared to like big hedge funds and banks. They always have to have positions in the market. They can't just go full cash, I believe. Um, there's a lot of requirements. They get audited, blah, blah, blah. Their list goes on. They have to, and then the next thing, they have to report to their um, investors, you know, what how their money is doing. So if you're on a losing streak, you got to have that conversation. If we're on a losing streak, I'm like. It's just yourself. <laughs> you just got to report to yourself. Yeah. And yeah, as retail traders, we're just, we're in and out of the markets. We have that fluidity. Yeah. We're, we can go in and out of the markets. Right. But, or, or what we're doing here at the Hawaii Trading Academy, we're providing that nice, intimate community where we can all share what's going on. You know? Oh, I just saw, I just saw the, the question 5,000 trades in a. You want to go 5,000 trades over the next few years. I mean, we don't want to do 5,000 trades in a week. Uh, I don't think anyone reaches that much. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's uh, usually algo trading, if it is, like 5,000 trades or thousands Alpers. of trades in a month. Algo trading uh, intraday, like 5-minute, 10, 15-minute traders, intradays, scalping. Scalpers. I think, I think they could reach that level. But, you know... At that point, are they actually journaling, you know, every single trade? I would doubt I think it. They are. I mean, if but. you have a big, if you have a big organization, you got departments, you got your. That's uh, true. Oh yeah. Yeah. In that sense. Yeah. If, yeah, <laughs> if it's robots, you, at that point, you're just looking at data, you know, you're like, what was the robot thinking at this time? <laughs> right. You can't really get in the head of a robot. Or are you going to have a, have a talk with your coders? Yeah. But like <laughs> early on, Reed, in your in your journey, right? How did you start to develop that success mindset? Oh, yeah. So I didn't like reading because I got made fun of because my name is Reed, and so I was like, I hate reading. And then um, the community that I was in, you know, it started producing successful traders at least uh, through their testimonies, and I. Asked, was asking like what makes the difference between them and I and it's well they read books and so I began to read not because I wanted to read but because I'm, I love trading I like I wanted to get better at trading so I started to dive in to reading that way and that was like in 2015 and I didn't actually start with trading books I started with psychology books and like the power of habit by Tim Ferriss uh, books like that. I think the very first trading book I ever bought was Trading in the Zone by Mark Douglas. 
And that kind of put the perspective. He talked more about the the mind than trading. And that was that was a, a big step in the right direction for myself. And I and then from there it was just, you know, when I had would have a 17 straight losses in a row back in uh, 2018, I looked at YouTube videos. I watched YouTube videos like um successful trading um uh, what is it called? Like collages, like a, or a life in the trader, you know, and like it'd be uh, just YouTubers sharing like, okay, I wake up, I work out, I trade, and then I go on with my day. And so that was like motivating for myself. And then just uh, small things like that, that just kept me going through, man. No, oh, that's good. I mean, that I think you um, kind of cre- like thought about the right question, you know, what what is the difference between those successful traders and me yeah 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 that's such a that's such a good point and and kind of bringing it back to like okay here's where i stand right if i'm trying to learn a sport if i'm trying to learn basketball here's where michael jordan stands dude what was he doing he was in the gym seven days a week blah 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 doing all that perfecting his shoot and i wanted to say one more thing too is like it's a introspection, right? Like I, I asked that question, but it was because I was looking extra and I was looking at them. I was looking at that, their success. I was looking at everyone else on the greatness that they're doing. And I want to be like that. But really, if I just stopped right there and then looked within and like asked myself, okay, why did you, why did you read make that trade? I wasn't doing that. I was like, okay, I lost that trade onto the next. I didn't reevaluate. I didn't ask myself the harder questions, which is like, what was going through your mind at this time? Why did you place this trade here and not there? Why did you get out so fast? You know, so that was a, uh, that was still, it's still, that was still a learning stage, you know? Oh yeah. Introspective. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think over time we're gonna, we're gonna be able to develop that skill, that perspective, that view on ourselves. Like, like you said, when I lost trades, like, oh, dude, the market's out to get me. Oh, I started making excuses. Oh, if only I got, you know, because my computer was, was acting up, which is why I hit the order, blah, 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 you know? Making the excuses, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and. So I've been there. The excuses as I became, um, I kept telling myself those excuses. And then when I started to reflect and journal and look at my stats i couldn't be in any in denial anymore i had to stop i had to accept it and at that point when you come to acceptance to your how what you've been doing how you make your decisions what your performance where you are in your journey if you start to accept it that for me was the turning point in taking this more seriously and really diving in deeper getting the getting down into that layer, getting down to the root of why my trading has been the way I've been trading, whether it be profitable or not. I would have some winning trades. Maybe that was luck. I don't know. Maybe that's when I actually paid attention and listened to my rules and followed everything to the T. You know, you your results reflect the work that you actually put in and the decisions you make. Right, you you want to be there as a trader, but if you aren't putting in the work, 
if you're barely anal uh, doing the chart analysis, if you're barely learning, you're barely um, trying to achieve more than you know you get on the game uh, in the game time you won't you won't really go anywhere and the there's a lot there's a lot to go back so like you gotta you gotta go back to the drawing board you know like I said when I when I finally came to acceptance of of all the excuses and be like you know this thing isn't working you know I had to come to terms with my ego my pride and I had to really okay you know what Glenn you're screwing up you're losing tons of money you can't afford to lose this money you know yes beat myself up but at the same time you cannot stay there you have to grow beyond that so you got to go back to your drawing board of how you learn and for me how I learned was the audiobooks the uh, videos the interaction with other traders right getting into conversations with the right people podcast dude oh that that has been a game changer and so when you start getting to a subject that's still new that is a little um, thing to consider if you're you you're overwhelmed at the topic of trading trading forex trading futures you gotta start somewhere so at least start with the things you like whether that be video whether that be books and whatnot and then you gotta um, as you learn it starts to take away the mental it starts to like start removing barriers in your mind because a lot of it's right here everything actually right everything's right here Absolutely. the difference between you know trading Glenn now and and the trader five ten years from now I'll probably just look older hopefully skinnier but my brain should my my mindset my barrier should be like way different you know and so the the learning just fuels your um journey to get to point b to get you start removing those blocks those limits uh the unsureness the fearfulness you know to start stepping into the future you know and um, you, you're gonna you, the, the only thing you that's gonna allow you to fail is if you give up <laughs> right persistence dude there's many times who was there a time you wanted to give up read and trade oh yeah a lot absolutely you know especially well, when like you're you're only losing and like you're like I know I want to do this I see the potential there I see freedom uh, you know, we all come in looking at the money aspect, but in reality, um, it's it's the mental aspect, like you said. But I wanted to kind of like rewind a little bit and how reading and educating and just learning from other traders, like actual hedge funds, uh, market wizards, they all dealt and go or went through and still go through the exact same things that we retail traders go through on a daily basis. They just know how to subdue those emotions they know how to accept it like oh i feel this way but i i need i am aware of that and they tone it back down and i think just that was so comforting to read and hear that wow these people who have millions and millions of dollars literally have the same days that i do you know they, they wanted to give up and so i think and, and like people who blew hedge funds now they're like 
they didn't give up, but they at that time after they lost it all, they're like, wow, maybe this isn't for me. And we're like, what, we only lost a few thousand dollars here and there, you know, over time. That's nothing compared to them losing millions, their homes, bankruptcy. Like we thank God, like we've never gone through all that, but they've risen that they didn't quit. And I think that's just uh, there's so many times. Yeah, that I felt like quitting, you know, and it's just showing up the following day. You may feel like it right now. This moment, I think a, a key point is just to uh, what like really differentiates successful traders. They know when to get up, walk away and take a breather instead of like just rapidly firing. OK, I lost that one. Let me get back in the market. I lost that one. Let me get back in the market. And it's just this uh, it's almost a gambling instinct that, you know, you're trading on tilt with emotions. So th that's just uh, yeah. How about you, man? You ever felt like giving up? Yeah, I remember uh, one August was like, like I almost, I think it, one month in August, I just almost, I traded so bad, I almost blew the whole account. <laughs> wow. And it was sickening for me. Wait, <laughs> so a quick question. Have you ever blown an account though? Yeah, many times. Okay, um, okay. That one, that one was almost like the dagger. Like that was, that was essentially it. Um, where I did blow it because I wasn't able to trade the next day because I need I couldn't meet margin, mm. and so I didn't. Even though I didn't go to zero, I went to that point where I'm like, "Yo, I can't even hold these trades." Uh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> it re dude, yeah, that reminds me. Uh, I had a talk with the wife one time. This was uh this was years ago, maybe five six years ago, and I wasn't you know I wasn't making money, and so she had the question, which was like, "When are you actually gonna start making money?" When can you start paying bills? Maybe trading's not for you. And bro, that was like a sword, samurai sword to the heart. I was like, I love this. Like, I don't care how long this takes me. I'm going to keep going until I succeed. And, you know, and that's another point as uh, traders is it's a, a solo journey. We could have each other. And that's what keeps us strong. And that's that glue to keep us going. But, you know, late at night, two in the morning, sometimes you're not going to have anyone to talk to except your yourself and your thoughts and that's when that discipline that psychology is so important to just do the right thing stay disciplined don't let the emotions or the thoughts take control of your actions so i mean like that's yeah that's all i'll say about that's that awesome. never stop never give up man yeah like like talk getting the spouse on the same page is a different topic we'll definitely do that yeah but <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> um definitely. Going back to what you were saying is staying disciplined and continue showing up the next day. Um, it kind of reminds me of like how I used to deal with losing streaks. Back in the day, um, when, when I was starting out, well, the way I dealt with losing streaks was I thought I could just throw more money at the market because it owes me and eventually I'll hit, I'll hit, I'll hit a strike, a, a win, you know? And that was the wrong thing to do because you're you're just throwing your money away essentially at that point. You're, you're they call it revenge trading, tilt trading on tilt. Now when I hit a losing streak, I'll look at okay, how's my risk management? Um, how much was my risk within my my limits at the time? Yes, okay. What was the market doing? 
oh, it, 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 you know, it had a false breakup. Okay. And then is there another opportunity? No. Okay. You know, I, I kind of just uh, funneled everything down, all my emotions into those three questions, essentially. And that keeps me in check. Because... Can you repeat those questions? Those, that's really key, man. That's really helpful. You... I want to type it out, man. That's Put good. Get out of my ass, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was it? What was it? So, uh, after a lo- after a losing st- a string of losses, I'll look at the the um, I look at the trades, and then I'll be like, okay, was my risk at the time within my current limits? Right? Was I comfortable with that risk? Was I over leveraging it, or you know what I mean? Then uh, if it was within my risk limits, okay, good. Then what was the market conditions? You know, was it in That's a... the second question? Yeah, that was the is second like, question. What is the market? Yeah. What is... That's a good one, man. What is the market condition? What is the market doing right now, right? Then it tells me, okay, if my strategy uh, is to find trends... The market was with false breakout or was just moving sideways then there was there's no trends for me to be in okay good so you know that that's that's not then i would just answer that yeah the market conditions is not for my strategy right now and then the third one um you know i'll browse the market hey is there another good is there uh another opportunity presenting itself right now you know and that 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 is like my transition from okay i got loss i have these string of losses those string of losses are within my statistics because i did the back testing i i have an expectation of my strategy right and if those fit in that window then i transition to okay we'll leave it there what am i looking for now is there something, you know, after some, there's nothing. Okay. Then, you know, Fine. enjoy the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You I can't force up, it. Like risk management is so important. I think something that keeps a lot of traders up, especially like myself, if in the beginning when I was over risking, I couldn't help but look at my phone or or the charts because I needed to see what was happening with that position that I was in. And that comes down to, I was risking too much, you know? And I mean, there's no way around it. Like if you know that, okay, if this trade turns around and I completely lose it, oh, it's only 1% of my account. That's it. You know, I have 99 more times before I blow my account. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, if you're over risking, could only be 10 more times. So, I mean, I like that. Risk management is just so important. If my mm-hmm. risk is okay, then I shouldn't have to worry what the outcome is. Right. Right. Because you have your stops in and the, you don't, you're not over trading. I've done the over trade. I mean, the over leveraging, dude. It wasn't good. It was yeah. few. Brad, skip the, Especially this when is the best hack. This is the best hack. You skip Disneyland, Disney World, Epcot, all those roller coaster rides. You want a roller coaster ride? Go over leverage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and watch sit sit and watch that sucker during volatile times. Okay? Then go go trade FOMC, go trade whatever the, the election. 
then you will know. I have a story about the election. The election. So, uh, I uh, over leveraged. I was like, this trade will make my my year. Watch. I was I was being ego, you know, boastful. Uh, my friend was just starting to get into forex, and I like it was that election night. Like the results were gonna come on, come in and stuff, right? And so, um, and this is uh, Trump's election. And um, I went in the garage and I was on the phone with him like, bro, I'm up like $1,000 right now. And at the time it was a lot for me. And I was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then ended up losing like half my account just because I I didn't set stop losses. I didn't, you know, I was just over risking. And that that's just ego. That's, you know, the trading emotions, trying to prove other people right or that you could do it. Like that's just uh, trading with ego is a no-no. <laughs> trading over risking is a no-no it's funny how like you remember that you told yourself that watch this is the trade that's gonna make me tons of money <laughs> yeah exactly right <laughs> so confident <laughs> yeah exactly Confidently risk management wrong. risk management over gambling over all that right yeah. and you know we, we kind of going back to like having a self-reflection right we we get into the market anticipating of you know for various reasons a lot of people like mainly your focus is to to go make more money but what you do with that money is what people want too so for me particularly it's freedom right freedom to do what i want where i want when, when i want right um but as we get older our minds we're we're creatures of habits right we're, we're wired Man, our brain has evolved over the years from caveman times. We're always seeking, we're always seeking uh, safety, shelter, food, water, right? That's like our primal instincts. And when we're trading in the markets, those things like in the market, you can you're seeing the numbers move. Your account is going down. Blah 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 those primal instincts could get triggered where we're like you know what even though you're following your your rules your trading plan up to that time something kicks in and you're like oh, i gotta get out this is too much i gotta get out you know, i'm gonna lose everything right and then the market um kind of dumps uh, starts going away from you and then it like after you get out it shoots all up and then you beat yourself up you're like what the bro i was in the trade I would have made up, so much look money. Look how much I would have been up. Because as we get older, safety becomes like a that that thing that we're always seeking, right? We wanna we wanna stay in that sort of um, that safety mode. You know, keeping safe is keeping you small, and so in that note, it's going to survival mode. If we're in survival mode when we're trading, that can kind of conflict with the goals we're trying to achieve when the things we're trying to achieve because some a lot of the times when we're trading we're going against human nature and that's something to really just roll back reflect on let it sit let it marinate because that one's going to be carried on going forward okay you know our brains are wired they um and and there's many books on this starting to come out like um, NLP, right? You got the neuralistic 
Um, NLP? NL- Neuro- yeah. Neurolinguistic programming. Programming, right? So you got all that because our a lot of scientists, are, they're kind of divvying up our brain in subconscious and conscious side and the way we make decisions. That's kind of where I'm getting at. The way we make decisions, right? Physically, we're wired to a certain degree. Knowing, understanding that is going to be that little bump that helps you in your trading career and how to, and you'll you'll see this when you listen to podcasts or videos pro traders or the market wizards are great they speak differently they don't get too emotional when they're talking about the markets right they're fully come to terms with like they fully come to acceptance they risk they'll take responsibility for all the actions they don't point fingers, you know, and these are some of the, just a, a small amount of the traits. You're going to just notice that. And over time, you know, hopefully that's something um, what Reed was saying in, in earlier with these traders. What's the difference between me and that person? And those are though right there. Well, kind of just what I was saying. Right. And that kind of just sums up like what we're trying to bring up tonight on on the traits of being a successful trade of course there's way more to this we're just scratching the surface giving a little summarizing uh uh little talk here but you know on on that you got anything to add to that no yeah like all i could think about is psychology and mindset that's really when it comes down to what glenn and i are trying to teach here is like yeah you could have appropriate an appropriate plan and risk market risk management um even ideas but it's the mindset that'll help you stick to those plans that will help you stick to those edges and i think that's really what this whole webinar is about is like we got to get our mind right our psychology right if we really do want to be successful like these traders and again like we talked about it, you know, books or just other resource learning uh, material. Nine times out of 10, they're going to talk about the mindset aspect of trading. And if it's a book that doesn't mention that's trading and it doesn't mention the psychology of of trading, then I would not recommend reading it. Just move on to the next uh, resource mm-hmm. because that's where we you want to focus most of your energy is like, okay, did I think this way? Okay, how do I begin to neuro-linguistic program? How do I begin to start shifting my neural pathways to start thinking maybe more positive or looking at the market in a whole different way than what I am now? There's been a couple of times where, like uh, Glenn mentioned, going back to the drawing board. I thought I had to keep revamping my plan, going back to my plan, going back to my plan. But really, it's just, no, your plan works. Your edge works. It's just when you do certain actions there is an emotion or a thought that went behind that action and if you could trace that action to a thought then Mm. that's you know that's another win so i mean more on that later but that's just this is this to sum it up it's psychology and mindset mindset boom big deal you know you as you were just talking about it you kind of reminded me well you I think great athletes, so like you got, the, we're talking about great traders and whatnot, right? The investors. 
But I feel like even um, the great athletes in our day have so much similarities, you know. Or you just take these top performers in business or sports, like Ma- uh, Kobe Bryant, right? You got the Mamba mentality. Yeah. <laughs> you got the whole oh, thing yeah. named after him. Uh, then you got, you know, Tiger Woods. He's he's all about his, his mental game, getting in the zone, get focused. Jordan, right? Oh, it, it, it goes on. It goes on. And a lot of it has to do very, very similar with trading as well. All that time preparing, um, preparing your charts, looking over your journal, um, preparing your plan. Okay, if listing out the scenarios, some some guys go as far as this. They list out the scenarios. Okay, I know FOMC is tomorrow. I'm anticipating the market um, to move this. Why? Because the 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 the. Okay, if I have a if it doesn't go there, then I'm anticipating to go here. Blah blah blah. And there's people, there's traders out there, they will run scenarios like that. And just when you're mentally prepared for that, that already sets you up for the next. I mean, for, to take advantage, to to respond, not react. That's a good one. Responding, respond, not react. Respond to what the market is telling you. Instead of freaking out because the market's dumping 3,000 points, right? You're reacting, which a lot of people do. Social media is just a big freaking microphone. You have to respond. And if you aren't responding because you're not probably prepared, you're not ready, you're not focused, you're distracted, you don't know what you're doing. So if you were to just write that, yeah, good thing you wrote that down in the chat, respond over yeah. And that's a, such a heavy thing that to, because I remember, man, like when I lost or was going through losing, I didn't want to look at my losses. I didn't want to say nothing's wrong with me. It's the market, right? Kind of like what we were saying in the beginning. But it's like, okay, what did I do wrong? Or why am I wrong? Or if I am wrong, is it's okay. You know, you don't have to place a trade out of spite or just out of because you're wrong and you want to be right. Like, that's just like ego, man. Ego is so huge, too. <laughs> oh, Funny side yeah. note, too. Like, you're yeah, yeah. kind of touching on, like, how your spouse is asking you, like, are you even going to, is it even for you, you know? When I ha- used to have those, con- or, you know, like, when I used to, like first start telling my wife how my trading has been having those conversations it wasn't it wasn't comfortable like it wasn't easy yeah what it wasn't easy to... and but that little thing was that nudge to be like you know what yeah i gotta stop messing around because that's me my personality sometimes i just go for it i wing it dive in loose goose just just throw the dice sometimes Okay, but I've learned from that, you know, and because I had to have those conversations, it did bring me back to like, you know what? Okay, I don't, I don't want to have that conversation again. Let me go back to drawing board, get disciplined, get prepared, do better. See, that's a very humble, <laughs> humble approach. That's a great humble approach. You know, it's so easy to 
fight back and be like, you know what? You don't know how hard training is. Like, you know, it's so easy to go that route, but you're like, okay, yeah, you know what? I need to step up. Like that is that's very humble of you. That's very that's where that ego uh, you know, just comes into play. Some of us have more ego than others and I gotta say, like you definitely had a lot less ego than I did. <laughs> My ego was aimed towards the market, bruh. <laughs> There you go. That's like, yeah. All right, you owe me, Mark. Right? You owe me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking to the screen, I'm like, bruh. All right, I'm gonna take this trade. You're just gonna follow what I do. All right. <laughs> oh, so you tell him what the to tell him the market what to do now. At the time, yeah, bro. Man, that's the next level, bro. <laughs> at the time, man. At the time. I mean, if you guys want to chime in, Uncle or uh, Andrew, if you guys want to chime in, what what sat with you? What resonates? You know something that yeah, connects whatever like, we yeah, talked yeah. about tonight what are you guys dealing with now if you want to share sometimes mm. that's hard to share i understand it's all good oh, yeah. it's part of the journey i want like yeah while you guys uh, think of questions or anything to ask like one thing is you know you it's like yeah you versus you you know you're talking to your yourself and you're like um oh man i kind of just lost my train of thought here but essentially it's just yeah it's you versus you in the markets mm. yeah the market is about to get you that is the, <laughs> that is the truth and i because i thought the market was just like yo that there's this guy named glenn we're going after him we're gonna take everything we got he got <laughs> but the market I, don't care <laughs> yeah like you know things like getting taken out by one pip and the market reversing in the direction you had originally or like yeah the, the stop getting hit by one pip like that's it can it can be very frustrating, but it happens. It happens to the best of us. It happens to the best setups. It could be the A plus setup, and it happens. And that sometimes that's just hard to accept as well. That was but, um, that particular um, thing right there. That scenario you're talking about getting stopped out by a few one pip, dude. Oh, that was like I used to crawl under my skin, man. I would not let yeah. go of that, dude. Yeah, cause you think like yo. Yo, my broker knew. My broker did this. <laughs> my broker took me out. Like, it's always someone else or something else. It's not you. And again, comes back to the ego. It comes back to acknowledging that you are the one that's in charge of your account. Only I, you. Like, I used to, like, find a, something to blame. So, I would not, I, I held on to that, right? And when I got stopped out. Then I'll go like back test. I'm like, okay, uh, if if I just put this one more tick down, you know, da, 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 then then I'll be good. And then that happens again. Damn it! <laughs> oh, like you, so like you're like almost trying to be constructive here. Like, okay, I got taken out by one pip, but if I maybe adjusted my stop loss to add two more pips, I wouldn't be get taken out. Is that what you're saying? Like, yeah, you felt. Yeah, you like it, it's not like oh, it's not that I was wrong. It's just that I gotta adjust my plan, and now then I'll be right. That in a way, but there's a certain point where it still bothered me when, you know, um, what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I couldn't accept what the market was doing. I couldn't, I didn't come to terms with that. Like, I was thinking that. Yeah, like I, I just I was in denial almost, you know. And yeah. and and it 
maybe it was for me i guess for me too it was at a point where i had to the trading strategy or trading approach i was using didn't fully fit me yeah yeah and so like I mean, that this that, is a, a really great topic that we could get into later of like oh yeah how our approaches have changed over time you know i mean that's a that's probably one whole discussion on its own um mm -hmm. i i mean mine compared to yours it's changed quite a lot you know um but uh uncle says this i believe it's all about discipline studying and reading yeah absolutely and you know that's where we gun and i still read to this day we still are sharing uh with um the community uh, mighty networks of what books to read think articles Glenn and I are sharing through text messages like, yo, I just found out this new book or books that are on sale, yeah. you know? So, I mean, like, yeah, that's a great point. It's like, and that reading and that studying will help you identify things in your, in your trading, in yourself. Like that, that's really how I learned so much about trading is through books. Like the, the mentorship and the courses I purchased that helped me to a degree, yeah. but it definitely reading multiple yeah. multiple books is what's changed the game for me and helped so much and and another thing to to consider while reading as well like reading does does give you does help a lot but if you're reading the wrong things because there's a lot of noise out there that's true yeah so how would you know glenn like what would be <laughs> your your bar of like okay this is a good thing that you should read and this is something you should stay away from trust Any, uh, and verify tips? you know mm. like like it, reputable authors like <laughs> did they actually have a hedge fund you know or <laughs> like maybe not a guru on on um on instagram who wrote a five minute manual you know, yeah yeah that's been around that... for only a couple of years or like you know those those guys who did have hedge funds but they end up turning to be criminals, laundering money. Ponzi scheme. Ponzi scheme. So I mean, you, you know, those are things to take into consideration. Um, yes, there's a lot of noise out there, a lot of gurus, and and here's the next best thing. Here's the holy grail, and you're gonna you're gonna notice like like you were saying, you're asking how do I defer. Um, differentiate between actually good material and bad material y yes you want to validate the person who wrote it who made it and then you want to look into like what kind of language they're using if i'm gonna if i came across an article you're gonna this is a 95 percent winning rate this is the secret here download this ebook right no it, it ain't right <laughs> it's even not if it's true free. even if it's free even if it's free run away man run away um, because simply, if you just know the market, if you understand what a lot of people, uh, successful traders view on the market, like you cannot have, there's no holy grail. You can't be right 100% of the time. That and there, as many as there are humans, there are strategies. That's in my opinion. I, I'm pretty sure that's not proven. But I mean, there is just, because everyone is so different that things are going to be you're going to attract, uh, be attracted to certain things that the market has, like whether it's that's indicators or the, or colors, the way, you know, that you look at the market. So, I mean, that's, that's something to take into consideration that there are 
millions of strategies and guess what they probably all work they probably yeah. do and they all have an edge it's just what edge do you identify with you know that you want to trade yeah there's a million yeah, ways to it. make a million dollars man oh amen amen um, to that yeah even with us you know you, you can pick our brains like really f fact check us make sure we're sh not spewing noise <laughs> bullish take take what you want from glenn take what you want from me take what you want from people in the community or just in even outside of our community and again pick and choose what works for you right yeah that's it like we that's just it. want everyone to succeed that's it we're not telling you trade this way we just know our ways work but um that's through right. our, and through our own experience and you will also through your own experience come to that conclusion as well of what works and what doesn't boom yeah I mean, exactly. speaking of that like yeah like boom, boom. uh one book that i i just glenn and i we always bring it up we talk about market wizards by jack d schwager you know he's it's one of the best books here that i think anyone could read or any trader sh should read just because this what this entails is it's interviews by Mr. Schwager with all types of traders who have proven themselves. So they're verified to be one real traders two to actually have proven that, yes, they have returned X amount of percentage and dollars figure amount from the market and their traders who have traded the foreign exchange market, the currencies market, the futures market, all markets that you could think of. And so like, again, this is just, there's quick versions of it. There's multiple um, iterations of the market wizards. There's old market wizards. There's new market wizards. So, I mean, yeah. uh, any market wizards really by specifically the author, Jack D. Schwager. And uh, I believe he's his, the own, his own trader as well, right, Glenn? Yeah, I think he, he does trade in the market. He trades himself. I, I'm, I'm debating about like leaking out uh, some um, um, about the two books. Because I've read the original Market Wizards and I read the Unknown Market Wizards, which is the newest book that Jack Schwager came out. And, you know, I don't want to spoil the end, but <laughs> there's a lot of similarities between the traders back in the 80s and the traders in the recent years. Lots of similarities. And they agree with a lot of different things. You know. And so that kind of just puts in perspective, like, there's there's a way to success, and there's a way to blow your account. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. On I that note, like, you like what to wrap it up. You versus you. You got to write that on the board. That's it. You versus you. But yeah, on that note, I mean, that was a good good chat. Like always, good chat. Yeah, thank you for tuning in, Uncle. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we provided value to you and hopefully it'll um, just help you on your journey. I see that you're attempting the FTMO account. Oh, let's go. That's awesome. Uh, I've, I've used the, my credit card. Glenn, have you been able to set up an FTMO account with a demo? I mean, a, a debit card? Uh, not particularly a debit card, no. I have not used a debit card. Um, I don't know. 
Yeah, so like the thing is with the FTMO, it's an international charge. So for like, for example, my when I use my credit card, they put a block on it in the, in the, in the beginning, the first transaction because it's just out of the ordinary. And so all I had to do was just hit, oh yeah, was this you? Yeah, that was me. Ah, so then I'll okay. go ahead and re recharge it again. Because yeah, like I said, it's a international um, pay transacting thing. Yeah, I, um, when, I, when I tried opening a FTMO account, uh, going live, uh, they didn't accept my debit card twice. They, it got shut down so yeah Natch, i talked to your bank i think like yeah they have to like what glenn was saying it needs to be like verified that it's you and that it's okay it's not a um what is it called like hacking or a scam on the card itself right what, yeah. if, what if i go with what if i go with uh uh top step or what that other one uh so would top they step, accept debit i'm not sure about debit but I know Top Step is it's monthly payments with Top Step. It's Top not Step, yeah. You should be okay because it's uh Chicago. They're mainland company, so they're in the right, country. Right, right, right. You should be okay. okay. My yeah, Forex Fund uh, is another alternative as well. I know uh, they're in the U.S. Yeah. Which one? My Forex Funds. I'll put it in the chat for you. My Forex Funds. Okay. Yeah. If you're trading. Yeah, because I, I was I was ready. I was. Like, Oh, I'm I'm ready to go live and uh, yeah. I was thinking I was thinking wow the thing wasn't accepting my car. I said oh wow. Oh, it's a sign. <laughs> it's a sign. The market's saying hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's touchy. Um, as far as um FTMO because that like they're like I said they're international and so a lot of their the payments they get blocked because they think it's fraud, but. Yeah, if you're able to like get in touch with the bank and tell them, hey, look, I'm gonna do this charge, and then usually they'll go ahead and um, put it through. Um, but yeah, okay. I mean, definitely try the other ones too. Uh, Top Step, yeah, those are they're all good funds. I mean, we've done it all, um, and still doing yeah. them. <laughs> still doing it. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it depends on the strategy. I mean, Top Step has a lot of good. Um, option alternatives. I'm sure my forex funds was my forex funds our own platform. Would they use MetaTrader? They use MetaTrader. Oh, okay. Yeah. You could do FTMO and then right under it, it's my forex fun. funds. Pretty oh. awesome. That and then that's where you want to get like a future topic, but you know, using a, a third-party software and have all your MT4. <laughs> so when you press one button, it'll enter on all your MT4 accounts. Yes. But you gotta watch oh, you wanna over over leverage, huh? <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, no, like one percent off of each account is what I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. I got sure. you. Yeah. Okay, I'll look over that. Yeah, Check let us out. know if you have any more questions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sounds right, good. Uh, sounds good. Sounds good. I gotta start prepping for my flight tomorrow. Oh, yeah, you might as well. Yeah, you. So Glenn is going to uh, the growth conference. Uh, ten, is it a ten X growth conference? Ten X growth con. Cool, man. Miami. Cool. They still busy, busy few it, days ahead of you. It was Grant's birthday yesterday, and then he's gonna have a big party on Friday. 
for everybody. Does he always holiday around his birthday? No. This is, so oh, is kind of wow. rare, you know? Oh, cool. Instead of going yeah, to vacation. Gonna special. Yeah, it's going to be special. Yeah. Wow. That's a long plane ride to Miami. So we're flying to Houston seven hours and then a few more hours to Miami. It's a good time for some audiobooks and Spotify catch-ups, huh? Load that sucker up, man. Yes. That's a habit. Exactly. If I wish, yeah, I think I should just start buying Wi-Fi on the plane so I could go over the charts. <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, it's gotten affordable, right? Like 20 bucks for the whole flight or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I haven't used yeah. it, so I'm talking out my butt, but. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. But yeah, guys, you have an awesome night. Right. We'll reconvene. Safe flights, man. Mahalos. I'll be in touch. See you now. See you now.